right, bruh. So here we are for this new venture. New new venture that very new. That uh I don't even know what it's gonna look like. <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna turn out to be. This might be our first and last. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't gonna go that far left. You know. No, 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 definitely. But at the end of the day, it took us how many weeks to get here? How many months, maybe? I about to say about a month, maybe a month, about two weeks. But you know, the process with that is to me, that shows perseverance. Okay. Just because I, I can see that. At the end of the day, how many other things have we started internally yeah. that we don't fulfill after that initial like excitement? Well, that's good. Yep. You know, <laughs> and you just let it fall to the wayside. Well. I.e. the reason why I just said, man, I have to keep doing it. And we we be moving and vibing so much. Yep. Now, just based off of what we do in business world and what we do together, that it was like, hey, bro, come on, holler at me. Let's make this happen and come on this venture with me because I think it's going to be a good one for the both of us. Yep. I ain't even going to lie to y'all about maybe an hour and a half ago. I really didn't want to do it. <laughs> I really did not want to come in and do this. But no we, cap. We but, here. Uh, <laughs> About an hour and a half ago, yeah. I was expecting that phone call <laughs> or that text message to come through to say, hey, bruh, this, 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 this. It's uh, on the plate, too. It's on my plate, too. I just overlooked it and came on anyway. I'm here. Yeah. So since we're here and we can't go nowhere right now because we stuck at least for another hour. Yep. Um, what we're going to do, we're going to get this puppy started. For you guys and just ideally what we're gonna do is kind of break it down to you from perspective of where we came from how we lived our life growing up what we had to deal with from a man's perspective and growing up from a little boy to where we are now and give you the understanding that hey men cry too men indeed men need they roses when they're alive we need to get a high five. We need to get put in our place. Yes. You know, we need to understand that it's okay to cry. Yes. It's okay to actually show weakness. Yes. Everything that we've been bred it, at least for my 39 years, to what not to do, to realize, hey, man, it's okay to really do it. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. Like. If I got to shed a tear, I'm going to cry. I'm going to tell y'all why I'm going to cry. Because there's been plenty of times where I could have cried, but, you know, it was always looked at it. Oh, you know, boys don't cry, men don't cry. And somewhere in that, I lost sight of what emotions are. So every time I had a feeling, it was anger. So instead of saying, you know, I'm sad or I cried, I flipped out and I made the smallest thing big. And now people, even family, even kids are fearing me because I'm angry and not sad, if that makes sense. So I think it's I think it's important because you got to let that out, man, in the right way, 
because if not, that thing can turn to, like I just said, anger. You know, I'm going to feed on that anger tip just because if you ask my kids, probably, I don't know, now I've <laughs> yeah. I peeled it I back. I <laughs> peeled it back a little bit, you know, but Ooh. about maybe six months, a year ago, whatnot. Yeah. I was always mean daddy. Yeah. You know, I was mean daddy. And in that process, going through, honestly, I'll say going through this pandemic. Yeah. And I'm sitting back, business shifted. I'm live streaming funerals and I'm just listening to these eulogies. And one eulogy just hit me. Yeah. It was, um, however you want people to remember you as mm -hmm. when they say your eulogy at your funeral, you need to start living that. Right. Then I started sitting back thinking like, man, then I'm going home. I'm hearing my kids getting mad because I'm hooting and hollering and, you know, and they looking at me like I'm mean and this. Ooh. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. I can't I can't have my legacy based off of them always remembering me being the enforcer. Now they got to get up there and tell a lie in front of everybody in church. And it's the you, best dad in the world. Lie. Hey. <laughs> the meanest dad in the world. Look, I don't know if you know my kids. <laughs> they gonna tell the <laughs> they truth. <laughs> I promise you, when I tell you, they gonna let he you He yelled know. at us two days ago before he oh, died. Man, I don't even know. What? <laughs> I'm talking about off the top. But, you know, oh, yeah. even in that process, another preacher said it's not about your born date or your death date. It's yeah. about that dash in between. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do with your dash? So we came and decided that at the end of the day, we just going to start not just talking about it amongst ourselves. Yeah. We decided to come together and have this conversation for anybody that's willing to listen as well as Cause as well as anybody that's out there that's going through the same thing to let you know, hey, bro, you're not by yourself. Right. And, exactly. And at the same time, it's okay the way society has paid a man, not just to say black man, but a man, how you supposed to walk, how you supposed to talk, how you are valued based off of what you can do for family or for yourself. Some of that makes sense, but a lot of that you really don't have to abide by that stigma that they put you in. No, you know, you don't. So, and but that's why we're here. We're here to just sit back and talk about it. We come from totally two different backgrounds. <laughs> totally two different backgrounds. I got backgrounds with an S on mine, man. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I could not, I could not fathom being in nobody's military somebody telling me when i can eat drink uh use the bathroom i gotta cut the grass that i just cut yesterday <laughs> i'm like what yeah you could no. i needed to check at that time so yeah. you do anything right. you put your mind to if you need them two dollars <laughs> right you know but my two dollars came from my two hands <laughs> but you know needless to say um based off of me um i guess to kick it off to going back to the beginning of it all i started off with living born in brooklyn new york moved from brooklyn in 
uh, 20, no, not 20. Brooklyn, stand up real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DK. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, moved from there in 84. Born in 82, moved from there to Texas. Been in Texas for since 93. And the, the move, you know, it was just what it was. Mama moved out there. God knows why. I couldn't even tell you right now. But hmm. at the end of the day, it was all of us, me, my brother, and sister. Brother from another father, but at the end of the day, he's yeah. still my brother. So I was the youngest. Went from there, my brother and sister. Well, take a step back. My mother and father was probably in the midst of their divorce at that time. Yeah. So as we went there, everybody, brothers older, sisters a little older. Me being young, mama got a little, little boo thing that's about maybe a couple there, couple years older than my brother. So that was a conflict, <laughs> you know. Ooh. So with that conflict, it just took it to another level. Mm. Then, of course, that, would that leave me high and dry? Yeah, yeah. I had to practically raise not really raised myself back then, mm, yeah. but I really had nobody. I, know I had to grow up with no brothers and sisters, technically, yeah. you know, and in the midst of that, it just didn't really have that, I guess, that foundation because daddy wasn't, you know, up to nothing. He didn't really do his part. So in the process, it just happened. Yeah. You know, he really wasn't, I don't even think he got a, Ninth grade education. Ooh, that maybe. I mean that that that's not surprising though. Well, it's true because both my parents are immigrants now. My mother's a citizen, yeah. and everything. My father passed away in 2010, so it's just what it was. But in the midst of that, it just kind of taught me. Really, I'm not even gonna say it taught me much of anything outside of just understanding and knowing that. I had to really do this by myself yeah. because stepdaddy wasn't doing it. He taught me some work ethics, but yeah. he didn't give me that love and support that a father would like I am doing my kids now. So it just was a long journey of being in my own head and trying to figure out my own life yeah. by myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's always been a struggle, but through the midst of that and having relationships and going through things and lo and behold having kids yeah. it ultimately changed me not to just say having three girls to really take the manhood of what I thought yeah I had into a different perspective just because girls will break you down <laughs> they'll break you down definitely you know <laughs> so you know outside of that married 16 years now or excuse me 11 years been a wife with for 16 but we go through you'll probably hear something about it um, oh wow but oh, Lord. <laughs> in, in, the, in the midst of it we we never really I never really had that male figure to show me to help me understand what that male figure is properly represented yeah you know I kind of took that a little from my wife's dad but it's not your dad. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You can only feel so much and observe so much from another person. 
But in the midst of it, I had to tell myself I have to be the father I didn't have to these girls. Yeah. And so to this day, that's what I pride myself on. And like I said, the one of the reasons why we here is to be able to express what that looks like in a uh, in a vocal standpoint outside of us living it every day. So, hey, whatever that is, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well. The time has come for me to tell y'all a little bit, a little lot about my backgrounds. So, all of them. <laughs> all of them. I come from a small, I tell you, a pea small size town in South Carolina. If y'all can't hear that in my voice, South Carolina. That's how we come. South Kakilaki, you know. Anyway, I come from a small town. Big family. Um very big family your traditional black half uneducated <laughs> loud talking good cooking background family um a lot went on during my whole entire time so to give you a good perspective but and so keep it time friendly um i stayed in south carolina all the way up till i was about 4 or 5 somewhere like that Um, My parents were married at the time. That was one of those good toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was your, you know, they, you seen the good moments, but by golly, they had the worst, uh, like toxic. And that was back in the time where you didn't hide nothing from nobody, whether it was in front of the kids it was outside at the grocery store, at church. If it was happening, it's happening, you know. And then, yeah, man, my dad and my mom was very toxic. But anyway, so those jokers, you know, they divorced or whatever. So my mom moved to D.C., Washington, Washington D.C. Shout out to Southside, which is the worst side. But anyway, hey. Southeast basically is the worst of Washington, D.C. If you don't know, now you know. All right. So anyway, she moved up there. My granddaddy, her uh, her dad is from up there. Well, he lives up there. They're from North Carolina originally. But anyway, uh, during that 90s period, I was back and forth between D.C. and then coming to see my dad in South Carolina. So there was a time where I had to go through <laughs> accents. Mm. So I got a southern accent and I move up north. I'm getting in fights because I'm different. They don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what they saying. And then I come back to South Carolina and I'm getting in fights because now I got a northern accent and they don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> now I got to convert. I got to keep flipping my accents anyway. So I go through that. Well, in, in the house, let me back up in the house. Um, I have I had an older brother and an older sister. So, you know, two other siblings. But after my parents uh, divorced. Um, my mom moved to D.C., dad's still in South Carolina. My dad gets remarried um, to my stepmom, who has three boys already. I mean, three boys. So then my mom decides when I was about 11, 12, to let me move back with my daddy. Because, you know, most you know you want your, your sons to be with, your, with their dads or whatever. At the time, 
Great idea. Hmm. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Go be with your daddy. Live with your daddy. You don't live with me. Um, I love you. I don't want to let you go, but go live with your daddy. Thinking back, worst idea of my life. And I don't want to paint a picture that my daddy is terrible. Um, it was just him being a man going through divorce slash child support slash supporting a wife who already has three kids slash mm. always being the 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 go-to man for his family after my grandma died. Even before my grandma died, my daddy was like the daddy, you know, of taking care of siblings as they get grown and they kids, kids and everybody's. So dealing through that, um, I tell people all the time, I was raised in a house. Uh, I was I was raised in a house full of people, but I was alone. Mm. And one thing that contribute to that, like I said, is because my stepmom already had three boys. Right. And if you know anything about raising boys, one or two is enough. But when you got three and then I'm the fourth one in the house, you got four boys in the house. Is a man who's already going through all of that. Right. So now you looking at it as you are the stepchild. I'm the stepchild. That's coming into an environment that's already made. We we run it. We already run it. Good. Now here we go. Now you coming, you know. Now my my the youngest one, uh I, I was 12, so he was 12, 13, 14, 15, three years older than me, so about 15. So, so right. So you I'm coming into something where he's, you know, he about to get his permit. You know, he he about to be driving, he about to be done with, and here I am, middle school, talking about daddy, you know, and what? You know, so uh, me and my stepmom, man, we went through <laughs> We went through. Um, this is where I started to develop what we're talking about with the men don't cry. Because my daddy was already always that. You know, I, I'll tell people I was raised off survival, not love. Um, and like I said, it's not to say anything mean about them, but he raised me how to fend for myself and never gave me that, you know. The, the resources. Yeah, or the... I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I'm not saying he never told me that, but by the time he started telling me that, it was too late. And so so I, I pretty much raised myself um, all the way through the end of middle school, all the way through high school. I, I raised myself in a house full of people. I raised myself. And uh, even even when I came back with them, living with them, it didn't – it. It wasn't peaches and cream when I first got here. They didn't like me. Um, they didn't like me not because I came, but I was different. You know, right? You you take so you you take somebody. What I'm, I want to try to paint a picture for y'all. So you take somebody who's you know not to say they didn't they you know they mom and they daddy was divorced and they had issues with that, but. I haven't seen my daddy like what lived with my daddy since I was four or five. It's not like I didn't know him. I knew my daddy. I was always a daddy's boy. And then when they divorced, I had to leave. Now, granted, we had summers and all that, but I'm I'm geek to be here living with my daddy. I'm 12 now. Yo, pop. So I'm coming in. Like excited. Yeah. Ready, ready to get that bond. Yeah. Now I'm now, you know. 
annoying. <laughs> you know, I was the annoying kid because for one, I'm I'm living with my daddy. Two, okay, I got three other brothers. Now I had an older brother. Um, I had an older brother, but you know, we had we didn't have the same dad. We all we we was raised together. So my brother was, you know, he was always gone or whatever, whatever. So we never we had a relationship. Right. Um, our relationship is still solid now, but we was just distant because we was never really together long. But so when I get down there, I'm like, you know, I got three brothers, bro. Right, right. You know, one was already making his way out the house because he was grown older than all of us. So the the second one, <laughs> he just uh, he ignored me for about five years, bro, four five years. Like I I looking back at it now, he completely ignored me. How do you ignore somebody for five years? That Bro, you I used live to talk with? to this joker and everything, and I never, I never had a full off conversation with him until I got to high school. Like, I don't want to say four or five years. I'm gonna say about two, three years. I'm talking about like six weeks or a I, week. When I first got there and I was in middle school, I never had a conversation with my brother. He just didn't like me. I just did too much or whatever the case was. But, you know. Maybe maybe he felt like <laughs> you was his replacement or something. No, nah, he was, you know, he he had that middle child syndrome. Oh, Because okay. out of the three, he's the yeah, middle yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. if anybody know anything about the middle child syndrome, it's real. Because my sister, oh, man, every middle child acts the same. Oh, I got to sit. I ain't going to shout no names, but. Hey, I but gotta. I know I've I know I've been here too long, y'all. But, okay, let me move along. All right, anyway, the 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 youngest, the baby boy out of the three, we fought all the time because he was spoiled. Let's just go ahead and I'm just going to put it out there. He was spoiled. So we fought a lot. Um, So I grew up alone pretty much. Um, I always had cousins and stuff. I used to go to their house all the weekends and all that. But I grew up searching for love. Hmm. And whenever we get to that point of talking about our relationship, our marriages, um, mine started in the worst way it could have possibly started, which I still love my wife to the 15 years, y'all. We've been together 15 years and it has been a blessing, but it started so rough because I in this picture I guess you could say I was the female I was searching for love from from what I didn't get from my dad so yeah man that's deep that's real deep that's 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 deep because I just thought about that like yeah Thank we can sit now. we can sit down and we can walk <laughs> around and we can identify the the daddy issue women yep but we don't never think about the daddy the issues. men yep. that have daddy issues of their own that have to go through what they're going through based off of what they didn't get yep and that goes with both of mine my dad and my mom because my mom was painting a picture that everything was good i mean and at 12 13 14 years old how do you call your mom and say hey Things are not going right. This is wrong. This is wrong. I don't know no better. I'm 12. I'm 13. I can't call my mom and say, hey, come get me because so right. for all these years. You don't know what to do. You just lost. And now, right. Head. And then later on, as it comes out, my mom's hurt 
because we don't have a relationship like that because I was angry at her. Because she told you to go live with your daddy? Because she told me. No, 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 no. She didn't want me to go. But what I'm saying is she thought it was everything was cool and she never asked the question. How is everything going? You good? And you felt like it was just one of those I'm things. I'm just here now. You didn't know how to express that. Exactly. Now I'm just here. You know, I'm going to tell you a funny thing is that as you say that, me growing up, that word love yeah. was never a everyday. Like in my house now, yeah, it's probably like 10 times a day. I don't care. I can call my wife right now and just say, hey, I'm about to go get some milk from the store. I guarantee you she say I love you once you hang up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A 100%. Yeah. And the key behind that, when we first got together back in 06, I was like, <laughs> okay, I just hung up with you. Why are you telling me you love me again? That's the year I got married, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 2006. <laughs> I just met her in six. But... And that's perfect, just because now we got some relatability based off yep. the relationship. Hey, I caught me a cougar, too, y'all, in 06, too. Shout out to Nicole. That's my wife, who's five, maybe six years older than I am. Whole nother story. I don't think that. That was before That was before saying a cougar was a thing, y'all. That, that could have been called something else. But I was 19, so... They, they were legal. It was legal. Okay, Nicole. We I love gonna, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sheriff ain't coming to the house. Hey, to her defense, though, by the time I was 19, hear me, y'all. By the time I was 19, I was I had the mindset and I was living the life of a 25-year-old as far as taking care of myself. Facts. Well, <laughs> I, I can only contest to that as how you move uh, right now, but I can definitely see that and see how that works. That, that makes a hundred percent, you know. But even with that, like I said before, with the whole love piece, yeah, yeah. Me and the white had conversations like we don't say that in our family. Yeah, not to say that I won't drop what I'm doing to go help out or do. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fight you to the death if you mess with my family right yeah but but we, we just we didn't just never said it right we knew that we loved each other it wasn't a thing but it wasn't a thing yeah. and with her it was a that's process good. that i had to learn oh that's good yep. I, I had to learn that as i was building my relationship but also had to restructure my mindset to know it's okay to tell another person outside of the one that you sleeping with that you love them yep yeah. you know what i mean yep. Yeah. And that's um the part of the reason why we still talk, why we are having this podcast, because <laughs> yeah. we out here giving out roses to these men that don't know how to accept it. Yep. And definitely don't know how to deliver it. That's nope. a hard one. I think my dad really just learned that because my dad's way of handling every this every every problem was to beat it at you. I ain't talking about whoopings. I'm talking about we finna go we, you finna catch the fade as the kids say now oh yeah that was my daddy's way of fixing us and then by us being boys that just gave it more of a it's okay now hey you finna catch these hands and yeah that's that's how he fixed stuff so a lot of my early on years even with being in a relationship that's how I thought you were supposed to fix it by yelling by hey look you finna catch these hands 
if you don't shut up and sit down, you know. But hey, y'all, it's gonna get gooder. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> good. It's just gonna get gooder. <laughs> and and that's the same energy, mind you. Like I said, my family is up north, and when they came down south, yeah. You already know if you ever been <laughs> rude if, folks up there, y'all. If you ever been, what what's that? What's that? Uh, north of the Mississippi. Hey, look. By the time you pass Richmond, Virginia, oh, you all them folks is rude. Look, look. <laughs> and to this day, anywhere you can't get sweet tea, yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> watch out now. Hey, when eighty five turns into ninety five, you through. Yeah, rude <laughs> folks from here yeah. on out. And so that's how we handle things. Yeah, yeah. It would, bro, when I tell you every curse word that you can think of. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Then on top of that, my parent, my family's mainly from the islands. So you getting cursed out in dialect, and dialect you don't that even you really. can't even <laughs> comprehend. Like, this is that a compliment? Yeah. But it was just that energy. Hey, y'all, toxic families, man. And that's exactly what I it come, is. I come from Budweiser drinking to cuss word slapping families. And my mouth was bad before I got to the military. And the military just added to it. But, yeah, we, it's going to get gooder, everybody. Yeah. Hey, and to add to that piece, he had the Budweiser. We had everything else. <laughs> well, I, you know, I ain't going <laughs> to. We we had the, the ganja. Yeah. <laughs> We had the Hennessy. Look, man, my my memory of my first time of drinking Hennessy, I was like, I remember I was in Texas. Might have been like seven, eight years old. Cousin was like, Oh yeah, we all had alcohol way before. She was like, Kareem, come come drink this, boy, boy, boy. If you know anything about the hen dog, when you hit it and it hit the back of that throat. And yes. it just sets that joker on fire. Look, one of the things my folks, look, look, they've been saying the name wrong for so many years that now when you look at the right name, you be like, that's wrong. Everybody know MD 2020, right? What they used to call it? Mad, Mad Dog, Dog 2020? 2020. The name is Morgan David. <laughs> it ain't had nothing to do with a mad dog. Hey, But bro. that was in the back pocket on the left. Hey. As the ENJ was in the right pocket. Mm. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about every convenient liquor, <laughs> gas station, Ooh. mom and pop. That joke was sitting right there on the shelf. Toxic family show. Yeah. Of man. the 90s. Come on. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. And and that 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 right there is the part that I I hate to say it. I do appreciate it. Oh yeah. Just because it taught me a whole lot in life. Now the house parties was jumping that I ain't had no business being at, but I came downstairs anyway. But hey, yes, it continued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't talk about that because you know Calypso reggae be, yeah. be turned up. I don't, I don't care where you at. Oh man, I'm talking about garage door open music playing. It's about three, four in the hey, morning. When you hear it's electric boogie woogie woogie, that's everybody get up. You hear me? Get them kids out the bed. Come on down here. We're gonna electric slide everybody out the door. Right, right. But man, I tell you, that's just what it is. To be honest with you, I mean, I know I touched the surface, yeah. which yeah. I'm gonna pull the stories out as they come. Yep. And you know, and we just gonna make it do what it do. I'm gonna get real now, y'all. 
I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna get really real, and my life is no hero story. <laughs> hey, uh, honestly, that that right there, your life is the hero. Story. Well, it is, but I don't want y'all to think like I just had it. I had woke it, up like this. Yeah, I woke up like this, y'all. I I just got here. <laughs> and, and praise God. Praise. <laughs> look, praise God. Won't he do it? <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> Oh, Woo, hey, I'm here though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, man, I'm gonna tell you that that's just how it's gonna be. You might catch a shit a tear on this microphone real quick, but uh, at the oh, end, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we just came here that we want to just share a little bit of insight. We gonna dive into some topics. We gonna dive into a whole lot of little bit of everything. We might have a couple guests on here, and whatnot, just to kind of chop it up with some men and just coming for the men folk oh yeah we strictly coming for the men ladies definitely you can listen but at the end of the day we might touch on it based off our wives and what we've been through but ideally i'm gonna help y'all yeah we gonna help y'all to help your household yeah yes you know that's that's the key because a lot of times people don't get a chance to voice their opinion without being judged yeah Inside their own house at times. Yep. Not not you, Charity. We good. So, <laughs> I know you um, hear me. No, I said I'm being real. <laughs> Nicole, listen. <laughs> I did not tell him to say that. Hey, I said it. <laughs> and you know him. He gonna say it. I like, said he been it. saying it. Yeah. Nah, but, I love you though. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. We got nothing but love for all of it. But at the end of the day, we still just wanna make sure that we give our opinion based off of what we've been through yeah. so we can help that next person from giving up on their kids, yes. giving up on their marriage, yes. and definitely giving up on their self. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we're going to be here every week. We're going to drop the nuggets. You know, we're going to be able to be out there. We're going to try to do a couple different things and everything. So if you see us out there, hey, holler at us. Don't be afraid. You know, just drop us a line. Maybe we can help you or have you on the show however it may be but we gonna be out here we ain't even hey, talk about did i tell y'all my name i was just <laughs> about to say that i'm like man I'm uh, like, did i say what my name was man, what well go ahead sir oh no no because that's <laughs> I was about to close out like, man, how am I closing? Okay, well, look, I was the second gentleman that started talking, and my name is (laughs) number two. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) All right, so here's my whole name. I'm going to go ahead and give it to y'all because I go by. You ain't going to hear it again. I go by a lot of names, all right? I'm not Jesus, nor am I God, but there are a lot of names that people call me. So here we go. Bernard. Duntavious, Eugene, Mormon, Junior, sometimes. All right. Some people have called me Tate because it Duntavious, and then out of the Tavius part, they shorten it to Tate because everybody needs a nickname. Now, let's get down to business. There's only two people, maybe three, in this world who calls me Duntavious. They are the only ones authorized to call me Duntavious. That is Nicole, who is my wife, Sherry, who is my mom, and I think it's one more person that calls me Duntavious, but they don't really call me Duntavious a lot. 
Anyway, those are the only three to use that name. All right. Eugene came from my granddaddy's name, which is, I think, one of the worst names they could have gave me. Wow. I'm not saying it's a bad name. It sounds like But it. I, I cannot stand that. Y'all already named me after one man. Why we had to put two in there? But anyway, so I've been called Gino. <laughs> Gino. I can't stand it. That, they say that's my stage name for when I play the guitar. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, because I am a musician too, everybody. But, uh, and Bernard is my name I use when I'm trying to conduct some business. All right. I'm, I'm fine with you calling me Bernard, but just call me Tate. All right. Well, with, with that being said, I wish I, <laughs> I I wish I could play it. I don't know if I can play it. Really. <laughs> I'm going to try, though. I'm going to try. <laughs> I can't play it. I don't hear it. You hear it? I need to know if she gave me Bernard, y'all, listen for it. You a little late. I'm about to go to lunch, and I'm not a vegetarian, so fish is not on the menu. Wait a minute, this is a big fish. You wait a minute. Hey, Bernard. Uh, you wrong for this. Excuse me. Who's this? Bernard, what's wrong with you? D Bernard. Hey, Bernard. Hey, Bernard. If anybody do that, I promise you I will laugh. I can't believe you just did that. Hey, let me know. You wait a minute. Hey, Bernard. I've had that happen. That right. is one of the most funniest running jokes about anybody named Bernard. Hey, that's I feel like that's that 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 is a, a curse. That yeah, that definitely. skit right there. If you know the movie, you already know what it is. <laughs> For y'all that don't, it is called a low down dirty, dirty shame. shame. It is a funny movie. One of the greatest movies ever made. Go watch it. Yeah. So let me break it down to you like this. So we're gonna take it back. So the funny part about it is that up until maybe four years ago, yeah, I found out that my mama Uh-oh. needed a name. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was like, Oh, your daddy liked to watch basketball <laughs> and she liked Kareem Adul Jabbar. <laughs> So I'm gonna name you Kareem. I didn't know that. Mind you, I'm 39. So it's funny after all these years, I get the are you Muslim? No, I'm not Muslim. You know, are you named after Kareem, my brother? I done denied the fact that I'm named after basketball player for like 35 years of my life. Why? Until I realized that I really was. That's cool though. It is. I appreciate it. So my name is Kareem. Raphael Moore. They could have went on here and said Abdul Jabbar. I'm talking about they could have just went all, they could have put it all in there. I might just add it in there just to Kareem, Raheem, Abdul. That's it. Some people call me Green. Um, One other person called me something else, but I am not going to give her any energy. She don't even deserve that. I promise you. If I had, if if we can purge just one day, <laughs> she already know I'm coming. <laughs> yes. You be done. I'm talking about from the treetops. And that's it. But outside of that, you can call me, you can call me what you want. It just depends on what you're going to get after that. <laughs> so at the end of the day, that's what you got. You got your boy Kareem yes, sir. and Brother Tate over here. And 
just to throw it out there how we met is through our wonderful church you know shout out so, faith chapel woo woo and the other key behind this is we're going to explain to you how we can be able to share our opinion and still keep it in a certain perspective yeah to understand that it don't you can say what you need to say yeah. but it don't take all that to say all that right you know I so gotta talk a certain way for you to understand what i'm saying exactly yeah so at the end of the day we gonna do what we gotta do and i think we good yeah, I told you my name now. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they can find you now. Yeah, y'all waiting on some stories, man. I got a lot of them for you too. Oh yeah, though, man. I ain't oh yeah. Say nothing else. Just, just be ready, you know. But we we got something in store. We gonna make this thing turn. And just like I tell you, on time, she's calling. But <laughs> needless to say, good people, we gonna catch y'all on the flip side. And yeah, we out.